Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate rental properties so you never, ever have to work a job again. Now, I want to talk to you about something that I really enjoy to do, something that I love doing, and it's almost like it becomes a game or some sort of like a chess match for me in when I'm doing this. Now let's say your car starts to break down. It starts to break down and you realize, man, I actually need to buy a new car. Well, the process of buying a new car, some people might absolutely hate when you go in and talk to a dealer or talk to a salesman or talk to somebody like a seller and negotiating that price. Well, that is something that I absolutely love to do. Not the process of buying a car. Actually, I really dislike buying a car because I'm really frugal. So I'm trying to get the lowest price possible for that car. And I'm trying to get the best possible car for the amount of money. So it's just, it's so hard for me to buy cars because I'm so frugal. But what I realize is as I negotiate, I can get better deals. I can buy better cars because I negotiate when I'm buying anything. I love negotiating when it comes to real estate as well. In fact, I guess literally everything. I love negotiating everything. But when it comes to real estate, that's one of my more favorite things to do is negotiating. Basically getting the price down from, let's say $100,000 down to like $80,000. With all of my coaching students, my goal is to help them to save as much money by negotiating. So when a student brings me a property, I tell them how I would negotiate. And what's great is usually the students would literally just copy and paste my email, like whatever I write out an email and send it over. And so my goal is to make them money or save them loads and loads of money as I'm coaching them in doing this business. Because honestly, really negotiating, as long as you get the guts to actually do this, it's a learned skill. We can all do this. We just need to know how somebody else on the other end is thinking or try to figure out how they're thinking so that we can use it to our advantage. I'll give you an example. Recently, one of my students, a really good student of mine, he is putting an offer in on a property. They're asking, I think it was like $110,000 for that property. Well, as we put in that offer, I said, we want to get them down to $85,000. About 85 is how much I want to see you into this property for. I don't want you to see any over that. But what you're going to do is you're going to offer $75,000. You're going to start at $75,000 because it's not going to work. The reason why 85, we're not just trying to, um, you know, way, way underpay. It's that for the amount of rent that we can get for that property, 85,000 is the top in order for us to make $250 a month. And so what we did was put in an offer for $75,000. And what was great was in, so in negotiating, you want to basically have a poker face. You want to learn how to play poker just a little bit. Well, when we put in the offer, it was as if the seller literally turned the cards that they were holding playing poker and faced them towards and said, here's exactly what we have. It was just like that. I loved it. It was such a, I, I just, I felt so warm and fuzzy inside after getting this, this offer. Uh, but no, uh, getting this uh, counter. So what happens? Putting the offer for $75,000. So originally asking 110. We get it 
where they come back and counter at $78,000. They counter at $78,000. They increase the interest money a little bit. It's like $2,000, but they dropped it from $110,000 to $78,000. Now, remember, our goal was to get it for $85,000, but instead of getting it for eighty-five, dollars which is what we were going to, we wanted to start low so we can work our way up to eventually get to $85,000. But what was so amazing is that they literally showed us their cards. They turned around and said, we want to sell this property so fast that we're going to drop for almost $32,000. We're going to drop so that you would say, hey, this is a good deal. Let me take it. And when we saw that, and you guys are getting a bunch of pro tips on how to negotiate, but I said to my student, I said, you know what? They want you to take that offer, but stand your ground. Let's try to see if we get any more money out of them because they just showed us their hand. They know, we know that they want to sell it so bad. And okay, well, what we're going to, and well, I don't need to go in. I'm going to go into all this stuff in the show. Uh, but because today I want to talk to you all about negotiating, the art of negotiating. Eventually, we got them down to $76,000. Even from $78,000, we got them to come down even more. Whole strategy to that as well. And so as I was working with my student, we were just tickled and just excited that we got the price down so low. And that's how I want you as an investor to view your money, review this whole entire business is that you're an investor. We don't buy things top dollar. We buy things at a deal. We wait for deals because we're investors. That's what we buy is we buy investments. Now, I want to show you exactly how to do all of this. And I'm also starting my YouTube channel where I'm trying to give even more great information on how to invest, how to use your money wisely, how to buy rental properties, how to everything about business and life, I want to show people how to do this. And I want you to take part in as well. So I want you to go to my YouTube channel, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash YouTube. And it'll be in the description for you to go there as well. And I would so appreciate it. It'd be really fantastic if you hit that subscribe button. I'm at like, I don't know, 892 people um, are subscribers to my channel. And if I get to a thousand, like YouTube says, hey, you're, you're actually accomplished. Let me start getting you a little more people actually watching your videos or something like that. I just know I'm not a big YouTube person, but I know YouTube is where a lot of people, that's what they do. They type in how to invest in real estate or how to change a tire or uh, how to unclog a leaky seek. And so that's what I want to do is on top of the podcast where I'm trying to give you as much great content as possible on YouTube, I'm going to be doing the exact same thing. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to play the audio of one of my YouTube videos where I talk all about negotiating. And if you go to the link in the show notes, it'll send you right to that video where I'm literally talking to you and I'm giving you all the directions. It even has titles flying in. It has like, you know, explanations and all that sort of stuff. So go there and check that out. I want you to subscribe. I would so appreciate it. It'd be, it would make me, it would make my day if just one person, if you listen to this, went to my channel and hit subscribe, that would be fantastic. I would love that. So, all right, guys, let me show you how to negotiate everything, everything from real estate to things in your business, to buying cars, even negotiating a salary. I'll show you how to do that as well. So let's jump in, in today's show. 
All right, guys, I want to talk to you about negotiating a salary, negotiating buying a car, buying a house, selling something. I want to talk to you about how to negotiate everything, especially a salary in your job. Now, my name is Dustin Heiner. I'm with Master Passive Income. That's where I help people learn how to quit their jobs by investing in real estate rental properties so they never have to work a job again. Now, in my business of real estate, I negotiate all the time. But I also started negotiating when I had a job, negotiating my salary. I actually negotiated my salary 20% increase because I was able to negotiate. And I want to show you these principles that I've used in my business, in my life to change my life, to make more money, to save more money and have a better life. Because you can negotiate basically anything in life. It could be anything from, you know, you're working for somebody and you increase the amount of money they pay you, you know, your salary, or you're buying something, you get the price down, you're selling something, you get the price up. It could be, hey, your brother is, brother or sister, your sibling is trying to get you to clean the yard and it's your job, but you negotiate with them where they do part of the work and you do part of the work and that's a negotiation. So negotiating is basically, you have two parties or more, maybe three, four, but you have different parties involved and they have something in common and you want to give and take and you want to have a negotiation. Basically, you work together to come to an agreement about a certain subject, a certain topic. And so most easily we can think of is our salaries for our job or um, starting a new career, all that sort of stuff. We can actually negotiate everything. But what I want to do, instead of giving you you know, step-by-step how to negotiate your salary, because what's going to happen is you're going to realize negotiation process is both an art and a science. There's two things, there's two parts to it. Now, I'm gonna give you the science for sure. I'm gonna give you the step-by-step things that you need to do, but it's also an art. So I can't tell you everything about the art um, and how you can do it in your specific uh, situation, but I'll give you the principle. The principle of the art is playing the person. So whoever you're dealing with, if it's your boss, if it's uh, somebody who's selling a used car, whatever it might be, you need to play the person. And in poker, in playing poker, you're sitting at the table and you're playing against other people. You think you're playing with your cards, the hands, the, the cards that you have in your hand. You think, okay, I have this hand, this will beat other ones. It's poker is not about that. Poker is all about playing the person. Whoever is sitting across from you, whoever you're playing against, you want to play the person, not the hand. That's why there's something called bluffing. You bluff because you're you're it's part of the negotiation process. You you use so many different tactics to make the other person think that they are either in a bad position, so they fold, or they're in a good position, so they bet more, so you then win because there's so many great things about negotiating, but that's the thing about the art of negotiating. You play the person instead of the situation. Let's say your situation is, I need an increase in my salary. So do you go to your boss and you literally tell them, hey boss, I've been doing a good job. I need more money. I have this bill. I have this bill. I have this bill. I have this bill. I have to pay for this. I want to go on this trip. I want to, I, 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 I. What's bad about that is your boss is thinking, I don't care. Like I'm paying you for work. It doesn't matter that you need more money. It only matters that you are producing more, that you're making me more money or making my life better. And so if you're only talking about yourself, you're not putting yourself in their shoes. So with negotiation, you play the person. So if it's your boss, what you do is you understand what their needs are, what they need for the the position that you're actually working in. Are you doing better than other people? Show them what you can do better. So you need to understand everything about what your boss wants, what your boss needs, 
and how you can give them to them and play to their needs. If you prove to them that you are much more valuable than other people, that because of you, you've done so much and you're going to do so much more, you're going to make them more money or save them more money. If you make it all about the person, remember, this is the art of negotiating. If you make it about the person, about how you can help them and you need to make them believe that because they are giving you a raise, you are going to be doing better and they need to give you a raise. They need to give you that increase in salary because of what you are doing for them. And if they don't, they're going to lose out if they don't give you that raise. Not going to say, you're, hey, I'm going to quit if you don't give me a raise. You don't say anything like that. But you make them believe, I need to give them this person. I need to give them a raise because they are fantastic. So you need to, with the art, you present everything about them, why they should give you a raise. You need to convince them why they need to give you a raise, not any reasons about you. Don't say, I this, I that, I this. You say, well, the company is better with me and you give them the reasons why. And so that's the art. I can't tell you exactly how your situation is. You need to do that. Now, the science is exactly what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you so many key principles and these ninja negotiating hacks in order to get what you want, not just in your salary, But if you're buying a car, if you're buying a house, you're selling things on eBay, whatever it might be, I'm going to give you these principles to apply into your life so that your life can be better. You can make more money, save more money, um, invest more money, and just have a better life. Now, the key principles, there are four key principles that you need to start with before I get into the actual negotiating hacks. So get into the four key principles. The first key principle is never pay the asking price or never agree on the very, very first thing in any negotiating, salary, buying things or whatever. Never agree on the very, very first thing because everybody is flexible. I don't care if they say no. I go to big stores and I just literally ask, hey, this is the price, but you know, there's this, this, and this wrong with it. Can I get a discount on it? And you're going to find that a lot of times people say yes. What happens if you just ask? You already have a no now. You know, if you want, you know, 10% off of this, if you don't ask, you already don't have a 10% off. So you already have a no. If you ask, you could potentially get 10% off or you you get some sort of discount. So if you ask, you are automatically are one leg up. So whatever the initial offer is, never accept that. Always ask for um, a, a de- decrease if you want, if you're paying money, an increase if you're um, uh, uh, spending money or you're, you're buying, you're selling something. You always want to ne- never take the first offer. That's the first key principle. The next thing is seek to create a win-win. You want to seek to create a win-win in every situation in life and especially negotiating. Let's say I'm at Best Buy and there's a product and it's damaged, but I still want it. It looks fine. I can maybe fix it or it works fine. Just maybe the box is damaged. The company wants to sell that. That's their win. I want to buy it. That's my win. But a win-win was they can't sell it for a full price because nobody's going to buy it. I'm not going to buy it for a full price. And so a win-win would have them decrease. So you want to seek to get a win-win in every situation. I'll give you an example. A win-win in your salary if with your boss. A win-win would be you are performing more. Let's say your boss needs extra tasks done in the business and you are able to take on those tasks But you would say, you know what? I see that you have these things you need to get done. I will put extra effort and I will get these things done. And 
for my raise. You're already asking for a raise. Say, you know, because I'm asking for a 20% raise, I'm willing to put more work in. I'm willing to get take on more responsibilities. And in doing that, you're making yourself more valuable. So you're seeking to create a win-win. And along with the win-win, you want to seek to have a give and take where you give a little, they give a little. You give a little, they give a little. They give a little, you give a little. Just back and forth until you can make, like you're up here and they're down there. You give a little, they give a little. You give a little, they give a little. And eventually you're at the same spot and that's how the negotiation process works. When I buy a real estate rental property that makes me $250 or more every single month, I buy the property, but I don't I don't give the asking price. Like let's say they're asking $100,000. I don't say, "Okay, here's the $100,000." I never do. Even if it's a seller's market, I still never do that. I want a deal. I'm an investor. I buy things at a deal. So I'll offer $85,000. They're at $100,000. I'm at 85. I, they give a little, they come down to like 95. I come up to 87 or 88. And then we keep working to what maybe we meet like 92,000. Well, I came up, they came down and I've saved $7,000. And so just in that working, I, uh, you know, negotiating, I've saved money. So you want to have a give and take as you are going through the negotiating process. And the last key principle before I get into the actual hacks, I want you to never give in without getting something in return. Never say, oh, okay, I'll concede to that. Like, let's say you're trying to um, uh, come down to on a price. Like, I'm at 100,000, or they're at 100,000, I'm at 85. I'm not gonna just, you know, they come down to 95, I'm not gonna come up to 87, and they don't move. I'm not gonna move again unless I get something in return. We want to move when they move. We don't wanna give in without getting, like, let's say I have this, I, I'm selling, you know, a product A, product B, and product C. Here you go. Well, let me pro- throw in product E or you know D. Let me throw in product E. Let me just keep throwing in. You always want to get something in return, which might be a little higher price or something like that. So when you're negotiating, you always want to have these four key principles in mind. Now, if you're like me, you may love negotiating. I absolutely love negotiating. But if you're like my wife, she hates it. Now, I want to help you to understand how to make negotiating a part of your process in your thinking. Number one, always like just tell yourself, I'm always going to negotiate. But here's how you can help yourself actually get into it. Make it some sort of a game. Make it a game to where, you know what, I'm going to play a game. I want to win. Obviously, it's a win-win situation, but we want to win. And just tell yourself, I want to win by charging less or charging more for something or selling something for more or buying something for less. That's a game. Make it a game and make it fun. Make it enjoyable. Another way is to change your mindset. Change your mindset until instead of you being the one doing the negotiating for yourself, imagine yourself as a third party. Let's say I want a raise for myself. I'm not gonna go in negotiating like, hey, I want this, I want that. No, you go in there as a third party. You don't talk about yourself in the third person, but what you do is you bring yourself emotionally out of the situation so you're not gonna be emotionally tied to whatever you're asking for. Because in the art of negotiating, it's that you care but you don't care that much that you are just holding on to it. Remember, we want to give and we want to take. We want to give and we take. If we are so emotional and we're just taking, 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 there's no giving and the other person's not going to buy into that. So you want to make sure that you are giving and taking. So try to have that. Try to make it a game. But at the same time, you can also make it where you're the third party, where you care, but not that much. So you don't get emotionally involved and you can pull yourself out and make a good negotiation process. 
Now let's get into the negotiating hacks. Now, the big thing you can always do is know the person before you actually start negotiating. Know what they want, know what they need, just like we talked about earlier. If you know the person, you can have a leg up. Information will help you to know what their win-win is. It could be um, uh, looking up on social media and figuring out what they might like or what they might want, or it's literally asking. When I go and buy a a property that I'm going to rent out, so I make I, I rent out rental properties. That's my business. I teach people how to buy properties, rent them out, and make $250 or more every single month. That's what I do. And so when I buy properties, I make sure I negotiate. But here's the thing. I don't, I, there's hard, it's hard to find out about the person um, beforehand because I don't know really who they are. But in talking to them, I come across as a normal person, as somebody, hey, I'm just trying to help you out. How can I help you out? Let me know what you need. And then they tell me what they need, which helps me to understand how to negotiate better, how to make a win-win situation. Because I know what I need, now I know what they need, so I can negotiate even better. You also need to know what you want. You also need to make sure you understand what is your top dollar that you can spend, or what's the lowest you could spend it for, or if you're getting a salary... What is the most that you, or the minimum, the bare minimum that you need in order to, you know, be okay with staying at this job or taking on another job? Know what you need before you go in there. Don't go in there without a plan. You have to have a plan before you go in and negotiate so you know what your set point is. Your set point is basically, if it's a top dollar, this is the most I can pay. Know your set point. If this is the minimum that I I can take for my salary, this is the minimum. That's your set point. Make sure you do not go below that. Just like you do not go above your top dollar. Just like if you're in an auction, you know the the auctioneers like bidding off everything and they're going up higher and higher. Well, your top dollar is like say eighty five dollars. If you go a penny above that, then the floodgates open and then you keep going. You spend even more money. Same thing. If you go below the minimum set point of how much salary you have, you want to, um, uh, you want an increase. If you go below that, then it's like the floodgates and you just, okay, I'll take, okay, I'll go more. Know where you're at and then that's your bottom line. That's your minimum and maximum set points. Another hack is know who has the upper hand going into the negotiation. If you have the upper hand, it's much easier. Let, let's say you know, you're negotiating a salary and you just made the company $10 million. Well, you have the upper hand because you provided something that they need and you have the huge upper hand so you can actually go into the negotiation with a little more pull. If they are in the upper hand, let's say you haven't done anything good or done anything dramatically good, that you do your job just fine and you just go in for ask for a raise, your boss has a little little bit of an upper hand. Now, let's say you're selling a product and there is so much demand for it and your product is, it could get priced higher because there's so many people want to buy it. Well, you have the upper hand. If you go into negotiation knowing who has the upper hand, you can have a different mindset. If you go into negotiation where you have the upper hand, then you can be a little more firm in your position. If you have the underhand, if the other person has the upper hand, then you can be a little more giving or you need to be a little more giving because if they have their upper hand, they could just say no and walk away. You want to know who has the upper hand so you can approach that differently. Remember, it's an art and a science. The art is playing the person. Another huge one, and I just talked about that just a minute ago, is you want to make sure you ask. Always ask. Always ask the question, can I get a discount on this? Or are you flexible on this? And here's a big thing that I tell my wife and I'll tell you, if you at all don't like negotiating, the easiest way to negotiate, to start the negotiation, if you're buying something, let's just start there. You say, are you flexible on the price? Are you flexible or you know, can you come down a little on the price? You don't even have to be direct and say, I need 10% off. Just say, hey, are you flexible on the price? 
Literally those words. Are you flexible on the price? Six words. If you're buying anything, they'll either say yes or no. If they say no, okay, you already had your no beforehand, you're good. If they are, then you might get a discount. That's what you want is ask if you are, you're flexible on your price. So just ask, just ask. Now, here is a huge one that I want to give you. If you are asking for a sale, like you're going and you're selling a product, you're giving your pitch, and then you get to the price, and then you say, well, how about it? Are you ready to buy? And then you pause. Like, you literally pause. Like, this is the big tip. I know it's kind of awkward on the video, but you just pause. You just literally sit there. If you're asking for an increase in salary, you say, well, boss, I have done this, this, and this, and I will do this and this and this, and the business will grow. And because of me, your company is going to be doing fantastic. It's going to be doing better and better. I need a 15% raise in my salary. That's it. I know it's awkward, but I mean, that was only like five seconds or maybe three to five seconds. Imagine waiting for 15 seconds, 20 seconds, and just wait. It's going to be awkward. But here's the big tip. Out of all this video, this is the thing you're going to have to learn. The first person to talk after that pitch, after that ask, loses. It's just, it's, it's magic. I don't know how it works, but it's just magic. If you pause, if you, if this happens, you say, well, boss, I need a 15% raise. And, but, but, but how about I give you this? You lost. You already lost. He's already has the upper hand now. He might give you a raise, but usually it might just say, no, we don't, we don't have it right now. But if you just say, I need a 15% raise. And you just sit there. You wait until they talk. I'm, I, that was only like I said, five, six, seven seconds. Imagine waiting 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds a minute. I've heard of situations where negotiation process where both men knew the entire process and they knew whoever talks first loses. And so the guy made the pitch to ask, hey, are you willing to buy? The other guy didn't say a word. For like five minutes, they sat there looking at each other because they both knew and they were wondering who's going to actually give in first. But here's the thing. It's magic. If you just ask and don't say a word, the other person starts to sweat. Start like, uh, what's going on? And they start getting putting in, in the defensive. So if you take anything away, if you're going to ask for a salary, this is the thing that you need to do. Ask for the raise. Prove every reason why. But when you ask, shut up. Don't say a word. That's how I increased my income, my salary by 20%. I want to see you do that too. Another big one I want to give you is never stop negotiating until the deal is done, until the money's changed hand and everything. I'll give you an example. One of my students was buying a rental property. He bought the property, I think, for maybe $45,000, and he's going to be making, or he is making $400 a month in passive income. That's literally not working and making money, and that's what I showed him how to do. But in the process, number one, I got him to decrease the amount of money he had to pay. They were asking like $50,000. I helped him to negotiate it down by $5,000. So we got to $45,000. But right as they're about ready to close, we found out, hey, there's a problem with the roof. We went back to them and said, hey, there's a problem with the roof. And I coached him how to do this. There's a problem with the roof. We need to repair it. I'm willing to pay half. Would you give in half? Would you give us a credit on the purchase of, they say, it's a total of $6,000. Take off $3,000 off the purchase price and uh, as a credit, and we will, you know, overlook the roof and we'll take care of it ourselves. They said, yes, that's $3,000 extra Be with, without even, you've already negotiated everything. So never stop negotiating until the deal is absolutely done. 
And one last great one I'm going to give you, and there are so many more negotiating hacks I want to give you. Go to my website, masterpassiveincome.com, and go there. And actually, I'll put it inside the description as well, showing you all the great negotiating hacks that you can have and implement in your business. I give you even more examples of how to do it. So go in the description below and get inside and see that entire process of, of negotiating hacks. But the last one I want to give you is be willing to walk away. Very, very simple. Be willing to walk away. Now, I know it's going to be rather hard, but you need to be okay with saying, you know what? I'm walking away. And it could be walking away from your job. Like, let's say it's time for me to leave because I literally can't make enough money to work here. It could be I'm buying a car. Well, they're not coming down. I'm willing to walk away. But here's the key, too. Along with being willing to walk away, show it. You want to show, like, say, okay, well, I guess we can't make a deal. All right, see ya. And then turn around and start walking. You can do that. Now, it's not done. That's just a a tactic to get your negotiating process through the roof, like through the process and actually get the sale or get the purchase. And so you need to be willing to, you know, put whatever item down or walk away from your job. You need to be willing to do that, but more so be willing to show it and say, hey, boss, you know, I might need to leave. Okay, well, I got another offer for another job. And pause and just sit there and see if they're willing to grab onto that. Last thing you could do is is actually quit your job. But the other thing you could do is say, you know what? I came back and I realized this is a better job, you know, just to keep your job. So you don't want to give them ultimatum. It's either me or, you know, the raise or the job or whatever. You don't want to do that. You just want to make sure that you have an upper hand. But you want to use these negotiating hacks in order to get what you want out of life. And so you can apply this Every single place in life, I've done this so often in my life that my life is so much better because of it. Now, I super appreciate you guys for going and subscribing to my YouTube channel. I would, if you just, you listening, literally not everybody, but just you listening, actually went to my YouTube channel and hit that word subscribe, I would super appreciate it. It would just be, you know, obviously I'm doing all these YouTube channels and podcasts and everything for free. I, it would just help me out. I would be really appreciative if you did. So go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash YouTube. It'll take you to my channel. Hit subscribe. I'm trying to put out some great, great other information that I don't release on the podcast. I'm putting it there on the YouTube channel as well. So you guys are fantastic. I will see you next week where we have another fantastic episode talking about investing in real estate rental property so we never, ever have to work a job again. All right, guys. See ya. See ya.